Hello there! Welcome to the world of Pokemon. My name is Brady. My name is Will. And this is a podcast called Beyond the Ball, where we endeavor to read the entire in-game Pokedex, one Pokemon at a time, because we really enjoy uh, Pokemon, but um, even more <laughs> so, we enjoy reading these, these, these weird kind of uh, lore snippets that are, are hidden away in, in these wonderful, uh, fanciful games. Um, very, very interesting secrets and, and facts and knowledge. And inconsistencies and, and inconsistencies for sure. Um, we did uh, we skipped a week because we did we did Sword and Shield update, so we I think I think we're all caught up. Uh, yeah. On on the new entries from from the Sword and Shield. We are, and uh, Pokemon Snap isn't out yet, so we remain in the yeah, clear. Exactly. Gosh, Pokemon was... Snap's coming out what next month? Oof, yeah. I feel like we've we're probably talked there. about we're this get... every episode, but I mean, it's 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 at the forefront of both of our minds, I think. So mm-hmm. it's it's kind of impossible to avoid. Um, man, speaking of Sword and Shield, though, I've I've recently been watching some of the new Pokemon show since it's on their their app now. They've got uh, the new season and also the the Twilight Wings little mini series, which is like little like snippet like five minute episodes of like different characters from the sword and shield games like the the gym leaders and stuff huh. um twilight wings is really really cool and well done like super high quality animation oh. um so yeah def- definitely check those out if you get a chance there there's a very cute one with with wulu that made me cry oh um, but yeah oh wulu yeah that's uh that's uh that's where I'm at with with Pokemon. I've, I I kind of kind of finished my Digimon kick. Uh, sure. I, I, you I finished the whole first. Uh... Yeah, the uh, Digimon Adventures '01, which is like kind of like the first series slash season. Um, and now I'm watching the second one, which I'm familiar with, but have less nostalgia for, and it's kind of uh bad and worse, but also. <laughs> Both bad and worse. <laughs> yeah, it's like some of the, the the dub stuff is standing out to me a bit more. Mm. Um, so it's it's kind of draining my nostalgia. Sure. <laughs> uh, doing the opposite, but I do. There's so many Digimon I want to meet and see, so I'm kind of compelled to stick through. But I don't know. I'm I'll probably probably switching back over to Pokemon for a bit at least. Um, anyway, how how are you doing? What's what what's uh what's going on in, in the life of Will that that our listeners need to know about? <laughs> that our listeners need to know about. Well, with that restriction, um, <laughs> uh, you know, I'm uh, getting doing, rid of the... doing school, getting excited about uh, tabletop role playing games again. Yeah, you're gonna Trying to maybe run a run a game or two here. Yeah, getting getting geared up for for Blades in the Dark campaign. You might. Uh, oh, yeah, for, for me and some I also uh, a couple of my coworkers had requested that I run a one shot for them, uh, which I'm probably going to do as well. Uh, although, I don't know. I, I think I think I'm going to just like not like one shot. Actually carries like a bit more pressure with it because it's like mm. okay, have a contained story that you can wrap up in one session, and that's. Yeah never how any role-playing game session has gone in my experience (laughs) so i'm thinking i'll probably just come up with like a good plot hook and and we'll go from there but 
anyway, yeah, that's even lasers that's what and feelings. I've, I've had trouble like not like finding an ending point for it. So. Right. Yeah. But because role playing is fun. Yeah. Um. But that anyway. is a different podcast. Yeah. That doesn't no. exist at this time. It maybe should. Who knows? Yeah, we'll see. Um. This is this is a this is a Pokemon podcast for now. Um. And as such, we are going to talk about a Pokemon that we have not discussed before on the show, whose name is Teddy Ursa. <coughs> it's number 216, normal type, the little bear Pokemon. <laughs> is, accurate. Is, yeah, it's, it's accurate, but also perfect in, like, as a descriptor. It's, it's, it's a little bear. I it's, love Teddy Ursa. Teddy Ursa is so great, and it's so unfortunate that it's normal type because I know it's got no usefulness in in like you know battle mechanically really. speaking. <laughs> but I don't know. Thankfully, there's there's enough games out there enough that don't involve battling that I think you can you can you can have fun with Teddy Ursa. Yeah, um, I want Teddy Ursa to be a part of my life. Totally, it's uh the little the little bear Pokemon indeed. You know, coming in at at two feet tall and nineteen and a half pounds on average, so pretty little. That's like, yeah, like a little bigger than that's like a like a bear cub, like legit, like bigger than yeah, an actual I teddy would expect, bear. Honestly, I would expect it to weigh like twenty pounds is not very much for no. a bear cub. I think. Hmm. Yeah, that that, that is seems two feet tall. That's that seems pretty light. I mean. It, it kind of goes along with the idea that Teddy Ursa looks like a stuffed animal. Mm, yeah. So maybe it's like just all full of stuffing. <laughs> I mean, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, I don't know. We'll we'll never know the like what the insides of Pokemon are like, and I I don't think I, I want to. Listen, that's actually not true. We have explicitly talked yeah, about the insides of Pokemon on this podcast before. That's fair, actually. Yeah, no, <laughs> we know about, about what's inside of, like, Mag Cargo or something. Yeah. I think it was Mag Cargo. Yeah. It, they definitely discussed organs and stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, Flame sacks. Eh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. I mean, okay, and Teddy Ursa definitely eats and has a mouth, so, like, it's it's definitely not 100%, 100% stuffing, if there is any. <laughs> Otherwise, it would just be filling its body with food that would yeah. then not go anywhere. Yeah. Um, gosh. Anyway, it's, 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 like, I guess we didn't really describe the appearance because, like, Little Bear Pokemon kind of says it all. Like, yeah, it's pretty like much just a little, it little bear. It's got... Um, a little tail, you know, three little claws on its on its hands, couple couple claws on its feet, and uh, a crescent moon on its forehead, mm-hmm. um, much like uh, the cat. Was it Luna from Sailor Moon? Yeah, Sailor Moon. I think I think her name is Luna. Maybe that would make sense. If she has a moon on her head, yeah. I guess. I guess. Okay. Yeah. Luna's Luna's moon is a little more uh, rotated. I guess uh, horizontal, maybe compared to Teddy Ursa being vertical. Uh, okay. But yeah, some similar vibes. Um, so maybe maybe Teddy Ursa can help you with your magical girl transformation or something like that. Um, I'd, I'd certainly hope so, but. 
Yeah, where does uh, where does the name Teddy Ursa come from, Will? Well, uh, Teddy here referring to a teddy bear, a stuffed animal, and Ursa is Latin for bear, so stuffed bear. Yeah, Te- like kind of just it's just it's teddy a teddy bear. bear. It just says teddy bear. Yeah, but with just, some Latin thrown in there. They just swap like said bear in a different language, pretty much. Which, yeah, you know. That's uh, that's what you get. Um, actually, let me see if I can. Teddy Ursa doesn't have a, a lot of complicating factors. No. <laughs> it is the little bear Pokemon. The end. Yeah. <laughs> Let's see. I can get this a little far over. So. Um, yeah. What what do we have for for our other languages though? Our other languages in uh, Japanese, Teddy Ursa is called Himeguma. Uh, Hime translates to princess or small. Maybe mm-hmm. both. I uh, see. Yeah. He for crescent moon and Kuma for bear. So yeah, so, this, this, the small princess crescent moon bear. Yeah. Further connecting it to Sailor Moon. Uh, <laughs> yes, definitely. Um, spoilers: she's a princess. <laughs> Yeah, whoops. Sorry. Spoilers for Sailor Moon. <laughs> I haven't uh, even watched that much of the show, and I know that, so whatever. Yeah, that's fair. Um, but yeah, you know, as usual, the, the Japanese name usually has a bit more uh, wordplay going on, or, or combinations and stuff, I feel like. Um, Himeguma. But I feel like I've heard Hime just the... from, like, uh, watching anime and stuff. Yeah, Hime, Himeguma. I think, pops up in a lot of different words, I, I, I feel like. Um, but yeah, I, I guess that's part of just the Japanese language having like, you know, a character, every character like has multiple meanings or, or at least means something. So we can, right. you can do more interesting things with, with, with wordplay, with names and stuff. Yeah. It certainly to, seems more, more suited for that. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah, not. What what about uh, what about our other names? I, I, so the a lot of these other ones are are the same as the English name: French, Spanish, German, Italian. They're all just Teddy Ursa. Yeah, um, I've started including the Korean and Mandarin because sometimes they're different and sometimes they're they're cool. Um, but also uh, a test for Will. Yeah, <laughs> test of my abilities. Yeah, so you know this will this will kind of be our little mini. Um, help us learn korean and mandarin right yeah disclaimer cantonese chinese <laughs> I, I do not speak any of these languages and my pronunciations are likely incorrect yeah uh, and like apologies yeah, not, not, in not trying to include these as like a joke because like you know someone speaking a different language isn't like a, a funny punchline right think, but, no, but this i think is there's just, legitimately interesting different names yeah um so in korean i believe Kam Jigom, which yeah. translates literally to baby bear. Which and, is great. Yeah, Kam Jigom. And then Mandarin Chinese, uh, Zhang Bao Bao, I think. Yeah, I think, yeah, because the, the X there is like a Z or something. Yeah. So Zhang, Zhang which Bao Bao. Also translates literally to baby bear. Well, no, bear baby. Oh, excuse me, bear baby. Which, Had a little dyslexic attack there. Which makes me think is is, is Bao Bao baby in in, in Mandarin? Because that's, that's I thought that's Bao, wonderful. If so, I thought Bao was 
the uh you know um like a dumpling hmm. you know but bow bow might be i'm sure well but you know we don't know what we're talking about well i searched <laughs> i searched i searched bow bow and i uh, i've got bow bow dumpling house.com um, no there you go so but you know dumpling babies yeah that, plump those... little round things yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's basically the same thing it's a little dumpling i've referred yeah. to a baby as a dumpling before yeah kelly um, and i <laughs> always call very small children nuggets mm. uh, which is almost like a dumpling yeah Ooh, I want a, some nugs it's a nice chicken nuggets yeah it's, it's a nice gender neutral term like a like divins um, yeah right or younglings <laughs> Um, the younglings, not the a lot younglings. Of weird, a lot of weird names for, for children in, in fiction. Yeah. Um, Always got to call them something. Yeah, I guess. Instead of, aside from Instead children. Of just children? Yeah. <laughs> um, or kids. Uh, anyway, um, so th- those are the names. I'm, 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 I'm quite fond of uh, Zhang Baobao. Um, yes. But Teddy Ursa. Uh, it's a little oh, bear. No matter, little, no matter what way you slice it, it's a little bear. Yeah, a, a little princess baby bear, um, by by any name. Mm-hmm. Uh, anyway, yeah, I don't know. It's, it's it's I like Teddy Ursa. It's very cute. It's Generation Two, which is our our generation. Right, our generation of choice. Um, I love saying that like it's our song or something. <laughs> like, <laughs> I mean, it base that's basically the yes. Yeah, it's every, every, it's just like, the one. So many we generations like, now. You know? Everyone's got one at this point. So. Right, yeah. Um, anyway, let's let's get into some of these entries. There's not a ton of them because it hasn't shown up in the the primary Pokedex for a lot of games, um, which is um, a crime, a criminal travesty, crime. honestly. But I don't know. I guess they they make a lot of bear type Pokemon. So like, yeah, Sun and Moon had like Stuffle and Beware, and like that was their bear Pokemon for the game. I think X and Y had like Pancham and. Yeah, love Pancham. Pangora, there's uh, Cubchu, and Bear Tick was like a bear one for Generation 4 or 5 or 3. Those are the three generations <laughs> I don't know. Somewhere in there, <laughs> I don't know. I think it is a 4-5, but yeah. It is a, it's a crying shame. I think Teddy Ursa deserves more. But let's let's see Absolutely. at least what we've got for Teddy Ursa in, before we go, uh, you know, crying about it. Yeah. All right, we're going to start with gold version. Wasn't, quick aside, is Teddy, Teddy Ursus one of the uh, uh, exclusives, right? Where it was only in either gold or silver? I think you're right. I think I maybe the other was one was like gold. Uh, Dawn Fan. Um, gold, silver, exclusives. Um, oh, thank you, Sarah B. Exclusive to gold. Mankey Primeape. Yeah, Teddy Ursa, exclusive to gold. Ah, so that see, was, that so was... I never would have had Teddy Ursa because I always played Silver Virgin. Yeah, but you got Fan P and Dawn Fan. Which is very good. I yeah. do like them a lot. But yeah, T- Teddy Ursa was in my game. Um, I guess the normal type you would get in Silver was, was Meowth and Persian, which aren't in gold. Oh, yeah. Anyway. All right, so um, anyway, gold version. It says, if it finds honey, its crescent mark glows. It always licks its paws because they are soaked with honey. <laughs> <laughs> all right. All right. Some real big 
Pooh Bear vibes here. Yeah, some real Winnie, Winnie the Pooh action. Yep, just all about that honey. All um, about that honey. Which... Too much, though, that it will literally glow when it finds honey. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, does that help it find honey? I guess it would, right? Cause... Or does it just demonstrate its excitement? Yeah, I guess yeah. maybe if the honey's, like, in a tree or something, then it can see better when it sticks its head in there. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> gets, let's be honest, gets its head stuck in there. <laughs> yeah, if yeah, if the Winnie the Pooh vibes are going to continue. Yeah. Here's just a quick, just a quick aside um bee drills those make honey yeah um i don't, I know. don't think so i have no idea what if they're more like wasps or like actual bees um, well we did i mean we did our episode on bee drill didn't we i, I think, think we, we did. did wait did we um i thought we did we, maybe we i'm did, thinking of we did butterfree i know we did yeah um, we did caterpie and stuff and maybe butterfree we maybe we haven't um, done bee drill yet yeah Butterfree uh, collects honey every day as it rubs honey onto the hairs on its legs to carry back to its nest. Yeah, we um, don't need to get into the whole Butterfree honey situation oh, again. Oh, yes, it you loves the honey that. of flowers. Oh. <laughs> it flies from flower to flower collecting honey. Actually, maybe we do need to get back into the honey. <laughs> because if we're operating from the frankly insane stance of the Pokemon universe, maybe honey is just in flowers. And that's Apparently. where Teddy Ursa is getting it. Uh, I mean, they 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 mention it in multiple entries for Butterfree. So. Yep. Um, they also so. say they also say Butterfree has a superior ability to search for delicious honey from flowers, but mm-hmm. I would say Teddy Ursa has a superior superior ability to search for, I guess, jars of honey just lying. Yeah. Around. Well, yeah. So that's my question. Where are you? Where are you getting this honey? Is it from beehives? Because it is doesn't... it from butterfree nests that yeah. they collected? Or is it just from flowers? Or is it from people's pantries? <laughs> there's yeah. honey just manufactured by humans. Listen, I well, there's know. honey everywhere. Uh, I got questions. But regardless of where it's getting the honey from, it seems to be able to be able to get a pretty steady supply. If its paws if its paws are always soaked with honey. Exactly. It's always licking them and they're their paws remain soaked despite the fact that it's constantly <laughs> licking the honey off there's always just always got sticky hands which is a Gross. lot fitting like a lot of the the original art and the sprites it's got a hand in its mouth which i always thought was just it being like you know cute curious or childlike childlike but no it's just it's, it's just sucking honey. the honey off of its hand <laughs> just makes it even more cute honestly um, yeah don't touch me though, Teddy Ursa. You're sticky. Ugh. Yeah, sticky, <laughs> sticky babies. Ugh. I don't know. Um, very, very cute. Um, I guess. Yeah. I like that it glows. That's that's pretty amazing. That's yeah, that is great. I would love to see it. Like, I haven't seen too many episodes of like the anime with with Teddy Ursa, but I would love to see it like find some honey with with its glowing moon head. But Mark. Yeah. It's crescent mark, as the Pokedex puts it. It's honey detector. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Can I just... Is it like... I wonder if it is... The Teddy Ursa has to see the honey, realize it's honey, and then the mark glows? Or does the mark mm. operate independently like a literal metal detector? Like, can I it's, just it's, hold out it's a It's like Teddy Sting Ursa? for honey. 
Right, and just exactly, yeah. Can I just walk around in a forest and be like, "Oh, it's glowing. There is honey nearby." <laughs> yes, I, I think that's exactly how it works. I think that's how I want it to work in my mind, at least. Um, Use your teddy ursa like a like a truffle a truffle seeking pig to yes. just <laughs> gather honey from the forest. Absolutely. Oh man, like I've never been like a huge fan of of honey just as as a food, but like I remember watching like you know old Winnie the Pooh cartoons and stuff. It's like, wow, like, just makes honey look delicious. So. Yeah. Boy, that, that bear should, sure does love honey. Yeah. Must be great. Absolutely. Must be good stuff. Do bears typically like, is that a bear thing to, to yeah, like honey and sweet thing. things? Like, bears, yeah, they, they, they go after beehives and stuff, right? Right. Yeah, yeah exactly. They, I mean, they're after more than just the honey. They'll also eat like the larva and stuff. They'll just tear open that nest and eat whatever because they're bears and they can take a lot of stings. But, yeah, but that's gross, and Winnie the Pooh wouldn't do that. Winnie the Pooh wouldn't eat a larva. <laughs> <laughs> Winnie the Pooh doesn't eat bugs. Yeah, that's, that's silly old bear. He's just like stuffing <laughs> bugs in his mouth. Bears will eat all kinds of stuff. They're omnivores. That's true. Yeah. I uh, remember watching an episode of like Planet Earth or one of those nature shows where it was like a bear just eating moths, like by the. Mm. Yeah, handful because it's like yeah they're dense and fat give me all those moths yeah yeah you know if you can put it in your mouth and just go to town like why not when you're a bear's gotta bear's gotta eat gotta hibernate gotta you know they gotta they gotta eat so much yeah yeah um speaking of which let's let's uh let's go on to our next entry actually yeah let's I, i was about to go down a whole side path about representations of bears in media but we oh my gosh yeah we don't have, we don't have to do that <laughs> okay <laughs> we can silver. circle back if we need to yeah silver version says before food becomes scarce in winter time its habit is to hoard food in many hidden locations oh yeah kind of chipmunk squirrel vibes yeah because our the bears that we're familiar with from our world We'll just eat a bunch. They'll just eat all the food and then go into hibernation. They're hoarding the food in their in their in stomachs, their, right inside their bodies. But, but Teddy Ursa yeah. has stashes. You have to remember that, like te- like basic Pokemon are have to be fully functioning on their own, like because not not all of them evolve. Maybe um, right. So it can't. You know, maybe store a bunch of food in its belly like its its evolved form can. So it's got a it's got a oh know, sure yeah have other methods of storing food for hibernation. Right, like it it, is, it doesn't have it's not big enough to necessarily be able to like yeah contain right. all that energy. So it instead has many hidden locations, Just little, which is little smart. Don't keep all your and, eggs. And uh, of... Yeah, don't keep all your eggs in one basket, Teddy Ursa. No. Don't keep all your your vats of honey in one basket, <laughs> Gosh. and presumably other food. I don't know. I mean, hope ideally with honey because then it can always find them again, right? Yeah, because it'll start to glow. Leave some honey in every cache. Yeah, which honestly is probably likely if its hands are always covered in honey, it's gonna ha- leave you know honey honey handprints <laughs> all over. That makes this this moon like a very actually handy tool i'm starting to understand why it has this ability handy. it helps yeah honey honey handy yep. 
it's anyway. an evolutionary uh, device, you know? It can it yeah. can always find all the... Because, you know, squirrels will bury nuts and then forget about them, and that's how you get new trees and stuff. Mm-hmm. But er, Teddy, Ursa, can always find its stashes because its head starts to glow when it gets near them. <laughs> exactly. Maybe, you know, playing into the, you know, Pokemon or evolutions of regular animals from long ago. Like, maybe mm-hmm. this was like a regular bear with a mutation... Of a of a glowing moon on its forehead <laughs> that can a, find uh, honey, bioluminescent <laughs> moon, <laughs> which is you know just a, a much better trait for finding food and surviving. You know, passing down that that mutation and I'm now looking we have at a you, Pokemon. real life bears. Why don't you glow? <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you'd, you'd you'd be doing a lot better, honestly. I mean, yeah, or real maybe, life squirrels. Why don't the squirrels have little Sailor Moon moons on their head that glow mm, so they can find gosh. their acorn stashes? Yeah, it's it probably attracts predators too. Um, who knows? Yeah, there's probably a downside there. Yeah, Teddy Ursa seems like it can probably take care of itself. I don't know. It's a bear. It's got claws. Yeah, it's only twenty pounds though. <laughs> yeah, I don't know if it's got a, a whole lot of weight behind those those swipes. Um. It's mostly just going to be the, the sticky honey it gets on you that's going to be annoying. <laughs> right. That's the damage that it's doing to me is psychic. Yes. <laughs> I just hate being sticky. Yeah. No. Nobody likes being sticky. Except Teddy Ursa, apparently. Mm-hmm. It's, it's a filthy baby. It's not that it likes being sticky. It's like it likes having honey soaked into its paws all the time. Yeah. yeah. Being, being sticky is just a byproduct of its lifestyle, unfortunately. Um. But yeah, I don't know, dope, dope hidden food locations, like... Yeah. That's cool. Handy. Makes sense. Smart bear. That's it one smart bear. It knows winter is coming. It's got to prepare. Yeah, true. Um, yeah, let's, uh, let's keep going, I guess. All right. Next up, crystal version. It always licks honey. <laughs> Period. <laughs> Period. Its palm tastes sweet because of all the honey that it has absorbed. Is that a, is that a typo? What it's do you mean? palm. No, it's palm. Just the one palm. Okay. Yes, it always licks honey. Its palm tastes sweet because of all the honey it's absorbed. So it always it, licks honey as an independent statement is strange. Are they talking about like the method that it eats, or like are they just saying that it likes honey? Like it's like uh, it's like I always like popcorn, which means I always have room for popcorn. It always licks honey. It'll always yeah. lick some honey, and its palm yeah. always tastes sweet, so it'll always be licking its palm. Because its palm has absorbed the honey at this point. Yeah, that's interesting. The honey's not just on its hands. Its hands have, like, absorbed the essence of honey because <laughs> Teddy... they've spent so much time dipping in their hands into honey. Teddy Ursa bleeds honey. <laughs> it's absorbed it to the point where it's, like, in its DNA. <laughs> Which... Hey, I mean, corn's in our DNA because we eat so much corn, right? It's. it's I mean, it's, but our of, hands don't yeah. taste like corn. The carbon, the carbon of your of your body is carbon from corn. Yeah, probably, in large part. But, but we don't taste like corn. I don't know what I. Taste I don't know. Like, actually, I mean. <laughs> so I mean, I, 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 I have no idea what, what people taste like. The wild corn, the corn, or not wild corn, the corn that they grow to be like. The corn for high fructose corn syrup, for mm. example, which would be the corn that provides a lot of the carbon for your body, it doesn't taste like much, actually. Yeah. Um, it's not a very flavorful, flavorful vegetable. So, 
We might taste like corn. Yeah, I wouldn't true. know. Have to ask a bear. Or I don't. I don't think that it's quite Teddy Urso rules, though. <laughs> like, no, probably not. I, I don't. You know, if I eat a bunch of candy, then I don't just. Uh, I guess it's not eating. It's sticking its hands into. Uh, yeah, yeah. I don't think if I put on a bunch of lotion that my hands are gonna just taste like lotion forever. Yeah, I, I mean, it's not like it's got a bunch of fur. It's probably not washing its hands like you it's know ever. It's definitely not washing its hands unless you count the constant licking. Yeah, <laughs> that's. I guess uh, many animals would would qualify that, I suppose. But I gotta say, Teddy Urs is very cute. <laughs> I've got some concerns about its hygiene. <laughs> it's a bear. It doesn't care. It, uh, no, it definitely doesn't. It but definitely it, doesn't. But its hot paws are like soaked with honey all the time, and it's not like it's. You know, every time you walk around and, like, touch something with your paws, you're going to, like, have grass and dirt sticking to your paws, and then you're Ugh. sticking it back in your mouth to get no, the honey you, taste. You're, you're right, you're right. And it's like, I'm just trying to think about, like, having a Teddy Ursa as a pet. Like, it's just, you, you, you can't have a honey little bit, at the yeah, house, first yeah. of all. Or you do need to have honey there for the Teddy Ursa. Yeah, and if you do, it's going to it's gonna get sticky honey on everything. Yep. It's gonna be like having a very sticky toddler in your in your home. Yeah, you you need to have have to have a very domesticated teddy ursa, I think, to you know avoid eternal stickiness. Right. It's gonna yeah, one or the other. Its palm tastes sweet because like yeah, I know that that's why it's licking its paws all the time. Like yeah, are you, trying, are you trying to get me to taste the palm of a teddy or something? I don't want that. It does seem like a slight difference between gold to crystal because gold, it says that the paws are soaked with honey. And crystal yeah. says that it's because of all the honey it has absorbed, which makes me think that there's a sort of like a... Like every Teddy Ursa's palm tastes slightly different because of the different honeys that it has absorbed over its life, you know? Right, right. You've got a slightly but different But also, like, absorbed is kind of just another word for soaked, right? Like... That's true. There's just a lot of honey in there. Then. Yeah. Just palm tastes sweet because all that honey. Yeah, I don't know. Not 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 too much to dig into with these entries, honestly. Like it just, it's got a pretty constant and like reliable relationship with honey, like at all times. Yeah. And it's not like it can ever like it's always going to be able to find honey. So like the relationship just kind of perpetuates itself. Yeah. It seems to be, it seems to have a, a very reliable supply of honey. It doesn't seem like they are ever having a hard time finding it. They've got the glowing head. Their paws yep. are always soaked. So not a problem. Yeah. Sounds like, yeah, not, not a bad life. Like if I had huh. a, a popcorn detector on my head, like <laughs> I would, I would <laughs> probably be eating a lot of garbage. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so maybe, maybe, right. maybe not quite as set for life as i thought I, yeah so might be, popcorn but... isn't gonna do a lot for you probably other no. than flavor wise you're just gonna go to the movie theater over and over again yeah, you probably exactly. well you get your own popcorn yeah i was gonna say the movie theater has been closed that's true um let's uh let's get going i think we only got yeah a couple entries left all right next up is ruby and sapphire this Pokemon likes to lick its palms that are sweetened by being soaked in honey. Teddy Ursa concocts its own honey by blending fruits and pollen collected by Beedrill. What? 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 So, 
I, okay. All right. All right. First sentence, not not too much. Okay. First sentence, we've already covered. We know all that. Looking at looking at its palms, collecting honey. It's it, it, that's all good. Um, Tayursa is home brewing its own honey by blending fruits and pollen collected by Beedrill. I'm assuming that it's, they're just saying that the pollen has been collected by Beedrill, not the fruits. Right. 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 So right. it's. I don't, Shaking I mean, you can, down you can make bee a good drills. Shish with bee drill yeah. for collecting fruit. It's, you know? it's it's stealing pollen from bee drill, or somehow getting it freely from bee drill, and then blending that pollen with fruit to create honey. Which hey, just gonna say it. That's not how honey is made. Yeah, I was <laughs> gonna I was gonna ask you. Um, I don't. That's like maybe jam or jelly. You can blend some yeah. fruits. Yeah, I mean the pollen is an unnecessary addition there. Jam or jelly, usually, yeah, fruit, and then you add sugar and heat. Um, but, sure, blending up fruit and pollen. <laughs> okay, so... But, but no, that's, that's what, you know, Butterfree collects the honey of flowers. You know, that's pollen. This is just further reinforcing the idea that the Pokemon games have an extremely tenuous understanding of how honey works. <laughs> yeah, honey specifically. Despite the fact that they keep bringing it up, they really do not understand how it works. Or it works in some very, very different ways in the world of Pokemon than it does in our world. Because just a a, a fruit and pollen slurry does not honey make. I mean, okay, so I, I, I... I lost my train of thought halfway through typing it, but I googled, how is honey? Um, <laughs> how is and, honey formed? And, uh, and Google uh, from honey.com says, from bee. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, that's pretty much the level that, that Pokemon is operating on. Honey. You know honey from bee and flower. How is honey? Honey from honey bee. Honey from bee and flower and, and it, butterfly and it does fruit. Say honey starts as, as flower nectar collected by bees which gets Correct. broken down into simple sugars stored inside the honeycomb by the, the bee honeycomb. by the way yeah because the, the design of the honeycomb and constant fanning of the bees wings causes evaporation creating sweet liquid honey okay so what we're talking about is the bees eat the nectar and in their bodies they break it down into simple sugars they mm-hmm. regurgitate it into the comb and yes. then they evaporate out the excess water until it's just reduced down to a sugar. So actually, yeah. not unlike a jam. It's basically what you're doing with like a jam is you're cooking off all the excess moisture until you've just reduced it down to just the sugars. And so that's why it gets all gooey and stuff, you know, because you cooked off yeah. all the excess moisture. So Teddy Ursa... By blending up fruits and pollen. Concocts its own honey. Concocts its own honey. (laughs) So possibly, if it is doing something to evaporate or cook off the excess moisture, it's using the sugars of the fruits and pollen. So it really is making something that is more like a jam or like a honey jam combo. Mm Mm-hmm. Yeah. Some wild, wild berry blend jam but but that i I mean you know that that sort of reinforces the idea that they would all their little paws would taste slightly different because it would depend on whatever they've been brewing 
Yeah, in their in their little home homebrew honey manufactory. I lo- <laughs> it makes it seem like they would need to have like tools, you know. I mean, like they would need to have tools, like a right? bowl or something, you know, something that they yeah. could blend the fruits and pollen in instead of just piling it on the ground and like smashing it all together. <laughs> like, because some... bees have like the combs and like the wings to to, to flap it and evaporate right. it. So, like, what does Teddy Ursa have? Teddy Ursa eats a bunch of flowers and spits up some <laughs> sugar, and then. <laughs> Throw some, throw some, smashes some fruit in there and honey. <laughs> yeah, and therefore honey. I feel like there is not explicitly in the text of the Pokédex, but implicitly there's there's some implied tool usage at play here. <laughs> I think Teddy Ursa is very advanced. Actually, it's got it's only got like the three fingers, but yeah, well, know. you know, and they're always sticky. It's gonna be in one of these uh, animated gifts you have here. There, it's it's like picking up a loaf of bread you know seems like it yeah. has some sort of opposable thumb behavior but it's its hand is kind of just like a little little fork or that's a fork true maybe. it might be spearing the bread to pick it up <laughs> also it's like a whole loaf in two bites it looks yeah. delicious oh this is a bear um anyway uh our, our final entry i think taps into something that you've kind of uh been gleaning on your own actually oh okay diamond pearl and platinum it lets honey soak into its paws so that it can lick them all the time. <laughs> Every set of paws tastes unique. There you go. Maybe I accidentally looked ahead and then thought that it was an original idea. <laughs> Maybe. Uh, who knows? Inception. <laughs> I, in, I got incepted. <laughs> um, it, I don't think... Like, far be it for me to disagree with the Pokédex, but I don't think it's soaking its paws in honey so it can lick them. <laughs> Like, <laughs> I think it's soaking its paws in honey because it wants the honey. Yeah. Well, and, and, yeah. Uh, uh, the, the, the wording of it makes it sounds like it's doing this just so it has an excuse to lick its paws. Well, so he, here's my here's my interpretation. Teddy Ursa is going out for the day to gather fruit for honey and pollen to steal from beedrills for honey. <laughs> yes. And it, it eats its breakfast of honey. <laughs> And it's like I'm gonna need I'm gonna need you know a little snack midway through the day. I'm gonna just stick my hands fully into this jar of honey and let them soak for a good thirty seconds until it's just, really saturated all of the fur on my hands. Just turn my whole hand into like a, a sucker or tootsie exactly. pop that I can just kind of exactly. snack on all day. There's gonna be enough honey soaked in there from me just holding it in the honey for a while that I'll be able to just kind of suck on it all day and and have a. You know, it'll keep me going. Yeah. Um, and and every set of planning ahead. Is unique. We know that it's planning ahead because it's stashing food all over. So, you know, it's stashing yeah. food in its hands for the day. Yeah. I mean, that's maybe not one of its uh, explicitly hidden locations, but... <laughs> hidden right there on its hands. Um, <laughs> also... By our own logic, that would mean that its head would basically be glowing all the time because there's just always honey on its hands, you know. That's that's, that's true. Maybe maybe it's, there's a. It's got to be some... just when it finds new honey. Yeah, yeah. Maybe it's maybe it's untouched honey or something. I don't right, know. untainted honey. <laughs> this honey isn't uh, nasty yet because I didn't stick my <laughs> grubby little paws into it. We we haven't added our uniqueness of our paws to this honey yet. Mm, yeah. Which. 
I mean, it makes sense that every set of pods tastes unique. You know, honey, hey. different flowers. Uh, yeah, different fruits, different different brew from different bears. That that's one thing I've learned from Stardew Valley. Like you you plant different flowers next to your beehives, they make you different, different honey. Yeah, like clover honey tastes different from other. Yeah, Whoa, clover honey, interesting. That is a thing. People make clover honey. Um, I have a quick question mm-hmm. for Professor Oak. Oh. Uh, and that on. is let me let me, gra- let me get him real quick <laughs> yeah just, just grab oak real quick how how do you know that every set of paws tastes unique have you been licking these bears uh because how else would you know that you were close <laughs> <laughs> but you'll never catch me you'll never know <laughs> as he runs off to go suck on more bear paws. backs towards the door <laughs> like what goes on in my lab is what needs to happen for cutting-edge Pokemon science. It's like, yeah, we can't really ask them if how their paws taste, so someone's got to be having you just, that, you know... Having do you a, think there are, lick? like... Uh, sorry, I'm just fixated on this Professor Oak thing. <laughs> I mean, we almost got the guy. Do you think there are rules, laws... As far as the kind of things you can do for Pokemon research, oh. or is he just does he just have free reign to do whatever he wants? I mean, he's kind of like you know an established authority, like in in the fiction. It seems like, yeah. Um, but we never get like, I mean, I guess we do with like Team Rocket and like you know even like Detective Pikachu like pushing too far with like Mewtwo or something like creating Pokemon right. or or manipulating them to do bad things like capital b bad stealing it's usually i feel like the context in those is less like you're breaking the law and more like that's immoral you shouldn't be doing that and everyone knows you shouldn't be doing that yeah like yeah the law of the pokemon world seems i guess what i'm wondering is are we in a sort of bioshock andrew ryan libertarian utopia (laughs) where he's able to just do whatever the heck he wants to in the name of scientific advancement and consequences be damned i uh, i i hope not i guess um (laughs) sorry i just just thought i would poison the well (laughs) real quick (laughs) i was yeah like this is this is literally where we get all of our info from so (laughs) so i hope uh, not yeah gosh yeah, no, I think I think Oak definitely uh, pushes the boundaries just based on what I've seen mm. uh, of his actions, mm-hmm. and based on the assumption that we assume he writes all of the entries for some reason. I mean, I guess that's why um, we're trying to catch him. He yeah. really should be brought to justice. Yeah, he's a monster. Um, he's a hero. He's brought the knowledge of the Pokemon world forward, but he's uh, uh, yeah. also a monster. You know, not not all like you know heroes and, and talented geniuses are are good people at heart. You know. Turns out, hey, we learned an important lesson on Beyond the Ball today. <laughs> Try to that... have a have a uh, the more you know for every episode. <laughs> not all geniuses are good people. Yeah, um, in particular, Professor Oak, who is yeah, I don't know. By all accounts in the fiction, probably not actually that probably. bad, but um, and maybe not actually a genius, but who knows. We're just bitter at him yelling at us in Pokemon Snap. <laughs> Honestly, that's where all this comes from. Yeah. All this Professor Oak hate. Gosh. Just such, 
What what do you do about photos, Oak? Nothing. You're, you're a Pokemon Nothing. professor. Nothing. Doesn't even know the rule of thirds. Um anyway, that's uh that's Teddy Ursa. Do we we do our we do our own entry and then we scale it? Is that how it goes? Generally, yeah. And um, lately our own entry has been less about summary and more about uh yeah. our own impressions. Yeah, so I'm um I'm thinking like, I don't know, what's uh I mean, I love the fact that Teddy Ursa is home brewing honey. I feel like that should be in there. It's a, it's a little sticky <laughs> honey maniac. <laughs> um, and then, what, what do you what do you think for uh, it, it's homebrew? It, it's uh, I think yeah. Every if Teddy Ursa. If it can't find honey, it will make its own. <laughs> right. Every Teddy Ursa is making its own unique honey. Every Teddy Ursa is making its own unique honey. It sounds like, you know, a, a dad who's like just started like homebrewing like beard, like, yeah. oh, and like gets everyone to try it. It's like, that, that's just Teddy Ursa. Like, they're just all have enough you know downtime uh right. to be brewing their own honey or whatever concocting also, it as similar as to the dad, similar to the dad who has begun home brewing you might be like this isn't very good and they'll be like it's, it is unique oh, yeah, <laughs> no one exactly. else is making this <laughs> <laughs> and you know yeah unique's not always uh it's like i want to yeah. want to put my uh my cousin on blast here for a moment um because this is this is the cousin who who made honey for a while that i know yes although funny enough i was not going to bring up the story of when he was making honey i was Uh, going to bring up the story of when he was homebrewing um and he wanted to make an alcoholic root beer so he kept adding more and more sugar to the batch but because brewing involves fermentation and there's active yeast cultures in your brew, they just ate more and more of the sugar. And so it was just more and more alcoholic. And so it doesn't oh. actually get sweeter and sweeter because that's like, not, it's not that simple. Actively doing the opposite of what he wanted. <laughs> yes. <laughs> uh, good times. Gosh. Oh, Trying to brew his own honey beer. <laughs> Need um, to take a lesson from Teddy Ursa. Yeah, Absolutely. Teddy, Teddy Ursa knows knows all the all the tricks. I, I mean, I would hope maybe it's making some bad honey here and there, but good enough for it to eat. I guess if they're concocting their own honey, and all their maybe. claws taste unique, maybe maybe Oak's just testing their different concoctions. Maybe maybe that's how he's doing it or something. Yeah, because it stands to reason if the honey they're making tastes unique, it probably tastes the same as their paws. Yeah. You know, loathless as I am to you know give give Professor Oaken out. Um, I'm still I skeptical. <laughs> here I am. He could he could have said every concoction of honey tastes unique, but he specifically said their paws taste every unique. Every set of like, paws that I've what? consumed tastes. <laughs> All right, Oak, slow down. Um, <laughs> you freak! <laughs> Licking all these bears. <laughs> Uh, what are what are we where are we where are we scaling the the, the think, little um, little bear? I think humanity is probably pretty high. I mean, it's concocting its own honey. That, I yeah. can't think of a more human thing. Right, it's brewing its own honey and it's squirreling away food for the future. I feel like that's a sort of human activity. 
obviously still, animals in our world do that, but it, it still yeah. is, I feel like, kind of give, like I would give a squirrel points on the humanity score for that. I still think it's a kind of human behavior. Yeah, it's it's still very much like a bear at heart, I think. It but, is still a bear. Yeah, I'm not trying to go above like a four or something here, but. Okay, okay. I, 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 I guess I, I said was, pretty high, but I just want to give it points for the honey stuff. I think, yeah, Do is, it, is, is, a, is a five too high? Maybe a five, yeah. Let's do five. I think a five is fair. I think a five is fair for, like, it's got significant human behaviors, but it doesn't really look like a human. It's not a jinx. It's not a Mr. Mime. It's it's no, still just it's, a bear. It's got, like, the, the kind of the, the plastic marble eyes that, like, you know, a teddy bear would have. So. <laughs> right, honestly. There's no soul in there. <laughs> Those dead Black, lifeless, lifeless eyes. eyes like a doll's eyes. <laughs> no. Um, teddy Ursa is, is, is the soul of a generation um how deadly is this little bear i i assume not very at all it's got some pointy bits on it yeah doesn't uh, seem deadly though no i think i think a one yeah i i mean absent any uh description of it doing anything dangerous ever i gotta gotta give it a one yeah this is this is as as non-deadly as as they come i think um pet worthiness is is uh, interesting. It's a bit fraught, it's as you pointed fraught. out. The stickiness is an issue. The stickiness is a is a a bit of a sticking point for hey, me. And now I am learning that not only do you need to not keep honey in the house, you also can't keep any fruit in the house because it will just turn that into honey, or flowers, or bee drill. Right. Just, I mean, if you could, hmm, it's just not. The thing is. Even if you were able to keep all kinds of honey away from it, it's like it wants to be sucking on its paw all the time and getting, you know, it's like it wouldn't be yeah. happy. Like, I'm, I'm sure there's some hoops you could jump through. Maybe, like, you know, have a have a stash of honey that you can always keep it supplied with. Mm-hmm. Um, which, you know, that's kind of how, like, having a pet works. You know, they've got, like, a, a, a reliable, steady, you know, supply of food and shelter. But it is then going to get that honey all over your house. That's true. So probably Might have to be, like, an outdoor, an outdoor pet. Yeah, I don't know. It's uh, I'm, it's I'm kind of so I'm kind of cute down the, the middle here. Yeah, I feel like it's cuteness and the fact that it might like make me honey that I could have makes me want to like give it points. But mm. also, it might get honey all over my stuff, which is not great. So maybe kind of middle of the road. Yeah, yeah. Do we another five maybe? Or I don't know. Give it a point maybe, just for cuteness, or I think we maybe could give it like a sticky. six or something. That's, like, we, yeah, we, we, I want to go six. I think it's 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 worth worth the effort. I don't think for... the the stickiness is enough to make me knock that many points. Yeah, yeah. Um, but yeah, that's uh, that's Teddy Ursa, uh, little little bear Pokemon. Um, likes likes honey. I think every single entry involved honey. Yes. Yeah. Yeah, it is pretty honey focused. Gold was the only one that mentioned the the crescent glowing thing though, so that's, that's Which kind is of a pretty wild thing. I'm surprised yeah. that they didn't bring that up again, but there was only six entries, five entries, so Yeah. You know. Um But yeah, that that'll do it for for Teddy Ursa, which means uh next episode we get to talk about Teddy Ursa's uh big evolution Urseri. Ursa 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 Ursa
haven't seen that one in the anime but it's uh we'll figure it out yeah we'll see we'll see how much of a role honey has to play with with uh with the big the big bear um, the big bear pokemon on our on our next episode but that'll that'll do it for us uh this time thanks so much uh for listening thank you to pokemondb.net and bulbapedia dot org what's bulbapedia's <laughs> hey people Bulba- can find it just bulbapedia, bulbapedia. <laughs> you know bulbapedia.bulbagarden.net i think oh, is geez. the official one but you, a whole you know thing. you know how to get there um shout outs to uh one of our listeners jack for for leaving a, a little voice message for us that was uh very very wonderful yeah that, that kind of stuff it's just so it's so it's so nice to hear from our listeners and, and know that they are uh, enjoying it. it it warms our hearts so thank you jack we yeah. appreciate it absolutely glad glad we're keeping folks happy um and hopefully informing them of, of the evils of professor oak and the intricacies of honey production <laughs> We try, so, we try to keep it educational here on Beyond the Ball. Yeah. <laughs> um, so if you want more of that, uh, you know, check us out next time. Yeah, tune in next um, week. Yeah. For probably uh, more honey talk and probably more Will getting angry about honey. <laughs> Listen, I don't... I don't it, you, you did well. I don't think you got as angry as you did uh, when, we, when we did Because I was already resigned at the beginning. <laughs> yeah. The Butterfree was... Uh, yeah, anyway, that's, that's <laughs> fine. Anyway, uh, my name is Braden. My name is Will. Go beyond the ball. <laughs>